You're listening to Nick's Snacks and KFKA, hosted by Nick Kenny. Nick is the CEO of Nick's Snacks and KFKA, hosted by Nick Kenny and the 2019 Greeley Chamber Ambassador of the Year. Nick's Snacks also touches on local and global issues through Nick's perspective, offering unique insights into the world's happenings. Prepare to learn something new in this thought-provoking and entertaining show. Listening to Nick Snacks on 103.1 and 1310 KFKA. Here in the Aloe Fiber Studios in Midtown Greeley, I'm Nick Kenny with Alyssa Sanchez. Yay. And behind the glass, Micah Kilpatrick. Micah, the Bronco season begins this week. Yes, it does. And it'll probably the be end Super at the Bowl end of this week. <laughs> season begins this week. Oh, yeah, that's, that's it. What are the odds of the Broncos winning the Super Bowl? Like plus 20,000 at this point? Uh, it's one to one. <laughs> are you going to do something crazy if they do win, Micah? Like, are you want to say something now that you'll do something awesome? I'll do the same regular stuff that I always do. Talk smack Cry. about everyone else. The Broncos can never do anything wrong, type of thing. No, I'll just say the Broncos won. We're the best team. <laughs> you should dye your hair, even blue. though I'm not a part of the team. You know what? You should dye half your beard orange, the other half blue. Yes, yes, we could do a sparkle beard. That you know a what? what beard sparkle beard actually Broncos to win the AFC West is just a plus six fifty. Hmm. I don't know what that means. Pretty I don't good gamble. Odds. It means if you bet ten dollars, you'll earn sixty five dollars. It's. I don't. It's, it's I don't okay. know what it means either, Micah. It's okay. It's sparkle I hate beard. Losing I know. Money. <clears throat> so that's why I never bet on anything. I um, lose. I, I I like I like to gamble every now and again. Like every good American. Well, I mean, I gamble with sounds my like, life every day. It sounds like somebody outside. who has a gambling problem. I like to gamble every now and then. <laughs> no, I've, no, I'm putting money on preseason. Gosh, nope. Um, no, I, I don't think. The, I don't remember the last time I deposited money into a betting account. I just sometimes win, and it's enough to have you know mm. two dollar bets here, five dollar bets there. I do like. I have a ten dollar promotional bet for this week, which means I don't have to spend a penny. Wow. So that's the hard part of <clears throat> do I bet on something that's – there's never a surefire bet. Like you can never go in and say, oh, this is a surefire win. Unless they agree to throw it. Yeah, this is, that's illegal. Ah. <laughs> uh. um, very illegal. But yes, that's that can be the case. That could happen. <laughs> so – but sadly, like I will be very conservative if I'm betting my own money. Like, oh, you know, well, here, these have – Good odds of executing. Maybe I'll do a parlay when you start combining games. Excuse me. But then when it's free money, that's when I go kind of crazy and I have like four, five, six legs of a bet. So all of them have to hit in order for me to make money. Smart. No. I mean, it's free (laughs) money. So I can have like a $10 bet that would bring back $15 or $18 to a $10 bet that could bring back $250 if all the legs hit. Mm. So if it's not technically my money... Mm -hmm. Something about, well, I didn't really lose anything. Have you ever heard of girl math? Yes, that was on NPR last week. This sounds a lot like girl math to me. I just want to. Girl math is awesome. This is your version of girl math. Gambling? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) That's fair. I can't believe I knew what that was. I know, and on NPR. That's awesome. That was was an interesting, I was just 
shaking my head in disbelief. You don't agree with girl math? Like how cash is just basically free money? No. It is. They were saying like how any money that comes in your Venmo account is like free money. What yes. if you're what if you're getting a mortgage payment and it's like, well, free money, it's in my Venmo, this eighteen hundred dollars here, free money. I've never experienced that, but I do even experience that like when I buy I bought all of our Taylor Swift tickets and then I had all that money in my Venmo and I was like, This feels like free money, but I just spent like almost all of this already, so it's not free money. But how did your mindset handle it? Did well, you... like 50-50 free money, 50-50 not. <laughs> There's always things you have to pay on Venmo, so it's like, you know, I just leave it there. Unless it's a lot of money, and then I, if I can leave it there, I do. Now, there are no transaction fees if you wait the th- one of three business days. Mm-hmm. Um, I am a financial advisor, but this does not count as financial advice on air. But if that money's sitting there, that is money Venmo gets to invest and make money off of your money. If you just transfer it and there's no fees if you have to tap into your bank account, correct? Yes, that's correct. But then it's like it doesn't even co- it doesn't come from my bank account. Like, oh, I went out for drinks and I have to Venmo my friend like $18, but I have Venmo money. It doesn't come out of the bank account. Free money. No, you're, you're not <laughs> understanding what I'm – Venmo girl is math, girl, girl math. math. Girl math. Just trust me. It's, it's awesome to be a girl. <laughs> you know – there are so many stereotypes about individuals and races and genders with money, mm-hmm. and I feel like this doesn't help the cause for women. I disagree. I think it's financially sound because it's fun. <laughs> oh, there, there are a lot of things that are fun <laughs> that are financially sound, from spending you know $10,000 on Broncos tickets if they're in the Super Bowl to strip clubs. Have you ever tried girl math? <laughs> have I? I'm interpreting that as have I tried ten thousand dollar tickets with the Broncos and strip clubs? Yeah, have you? Because <laughs> you don't knock it till you try it. Okay, it's... Nick, I would continue. <laughs> I would tell you to continue to spend within your means. That's a good advice, Micah. Yes, that is. That's that's the right thing to do. I don't know what this girl math thing is, but everything that's coming out of Alyssa's mouth, I disagree with. <laughs> that's not a surprise. That's not a surprise. No, well, those, it's not. It's those, not like the. Uh, that's a pretty favorable. Like the whole right astrology religion that you believe in is, is yes. weird, but the whole free money thing is. That's just. It's just the wow. way that it works in my brain, and I'm not the only one. Not just yours. No, I mean, it wasn't you being interviewed on NPR. No. It's, it should have been, but it wasn't. It's a, it's a trend <laughs> yes. that horrifies me. It's like justifying – I'm, I'm, I'm not the same way. I don't call it girl math, though. I call it – Dumb math. Um, no. Idiot finance. Oh, my God. Well, maybe. Um, yeah, I don't have great examples. It's okay. Other than, you know, if I have my Amazon credit card and I mm-hmm. earn a lot of points and it's like, oh, I'm going to get this entire order for free, mm-hmm. quote unquote, because I'm using my rewards points. Mm-hmm. Where, no, it's technically my money sitting there just in a in a different aspect that I can buy stuff for my home and not feel the financial impact. But I had to buy a lot beforehand just to get that to be able to cover anything. That's girl math. No, that's... <laughs> I <laughs> no. Just it's like when you really want like a sweater. It's like a hundred dollars, 
and then it goes on sale for like 20% off. So then you're like, cool, now I can buy it. I get to pocket this the rest. This trend started because of Kohl's and I, Kohl's cash yes. is girl, yeah. Where you're like, oh shoot, I get $10 of Kohl's cash if I just spend $15 more. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you are still net minus $5. And you're plus $10. <laughs> Kohl's cash. <laughs> no, this is net and gross. I feel like we have to have a discussion about gross income. I know and net plenty income. of gross things that I can list. Okay. Oh gosh, it's like dealing with two Micahs in here. I know. <laughs> what are you talking about? I mean, not in this sense, Micah. I'm talking like, you know, when we have conversations about sports or Star Trek, I mean, you are convinced. I love your, of your uh, Is it because I was making Star Trek comments during Ahsoka? You know, that's going to hold on to me for a while, Micah. I just. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if look, if if that Padawan gal, you know, who was stabbed with the lightsaber, if she was at a Federation facility, there would be no scar. Well, she'd be healed much quicker. Star Wars never hinted that there wouldn't be scars if you were to receive medical treatment such as Bacta, and here's why: because Mark Hamill. Before the filming of The Empire Strikes Back, got into a terrible car wreck, Uh-oh. and his face was just mauled. Not Darth mauled, Micah, but just um, mauled, cuts, scrapes, and a lot of scars. So they added in the Wampa scene where he gets knocked off the Tauntaun and dragged into the ice cave, and his face is all bloodied. That um, They wrote that into Star Wars, so it would make sense why his face is so scarred up for that film and beyond. Hmm. With Harrison Ford. He has that scar under his lip. In um, Raiders of the Lost Ark, no, The Last Crusade, they went back in time and did like a little, uh, little, you know, young Indiana Jones type thing. And he whips himself in the mouth the bullwhip. And that explains why he has that scar on his face mm, afterwards. That's cool. I don't know much about Star Wars, but I like that they added those little storyline sprinkles. But that's to say, if they were in the Federation, Micah, you'd wonder what happened to his face when he could have just had it perfectly fixed on a Federation ship. This is why, not just one reason, Star Wars and Star Trek are so vastly different. Well, also, Star Trek is very deep and meaningful. And Star Wars is, you know, very pretty and has lots of explosions <clears throat> and lightsabers. Do you, do I you know? Pissed, sorry, I just pissed off a lot of Star Wars fans. <laughs> I did it on purpose. I'm, I'm basically doing what Alyssa was doing to you. Triggering you. I know, but I keep my composure. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. You're cool under the pressure. You're handling these devastating blows well. I I was just saying that Devastating blows? Well, it's Star Wars and it's money. I like Star Wars too, just not nearly as much as Star Trek because I'm smart. It's like, I shouldn't have added in that. Quips like that that really just grind my gears. Keep you up at night? No, I have plenty of other things. To do oh, nice. Once you run out of those, though, it's like 3 a.m. and you're like, what else do I got? That's just when the brain's the most active. Oh, oh. My brain, not the Oh, brain. I was Sorry. like, that's crazy. I'm, <laughs> all, I'm always asleep. <laughs> you I get so much more done. Wow. Well, girl money, everybody. Girl math. Girl math. <laughs> we'll see how that works out for you. <laughs> Stay tuned for more Nick Snacks. We'll be right back.
Welcome back to Nick Snacks with Alyssa and Micah. And Nick. <clears throat> and me. Yay. <laughs> Yay. Yeah. Labor Day has passed. Labor Day has passed. Did you have a good Labor Day? It was okay. It was a busy weekend. I got literally nothing accomplished around the house like I had hoped. Oh. And it was just busy. With fun things? Oh, yeah. It was a great weekend. Great. Went down to the Rockies for their beer festival oh, and nice. uh, and a baseball game. I made a bet and I lost because the Rockies didn't lose, even though they should have because they're not a very good team. Did you eat a hot dog? No. So a day wasted? <clears throat> Absolutely not. We were in a suite, so I had prime rib and oh. mashed oh. taters and other things. So, But I bet you wish it was a hot dog. No. Good what old did the peasants eat? Probably $12 hot dogs and... <laughs> Wash it down with a $13 beer. Sounds about right. Mm-hmm. With girl math, it's only $5. <laughs> and now I'm just, con- how did you get to 12 and 13 equaling 5? She had cash. <laughs> hmm. I need to go back to therapy. Yeah. What's keeping you up, Nick? Girl math. That's As a financial advisor, that makes sense. I mean, anytime I have a... A female in my office, do I have to ask their budgeting system? What are your income, expenses, and girl math? Just ask if they use girl math and then come up with your own equation to figure out what girl math means. That could be fun. Sounds... I feel like she's setting you up for failure, Nick. <laughs> I, I feel like she's setting you up for some kind of lawsuit. I would, ne- I would never Jeez, do that. girl math? How dare you smack and storm out of my office? I don't know if they would be that upset. <clears throat> They'd be like, yep, totally. Yeah. She's trying to cancel you. I wouldn't do that. Cancel culture is toxic. Yeah, it is. I will say. Yes. I mean, it is something to have cash because you can't see it in, reflected in any accounts. Yes. I just never use cash. Yeah, that's why it's. Like, basically free when you have it. I never use cash either, so the only time I have cash is when somebody gives me cash. And it's not like I'm going to put it in my bank account. But Venmo shouldn't be treated as cash. Because Venmo, like you said, you bought Taylor Swift tickets with them. Yes. Which could have been in the thousands of dollars. Maybe you don't have to answer that. But that's not a loose chunk of change no. in an account. So I think that's where girl math gets most terrifying. Oh, I just sold my car on Facebook Marketplace. They just gave me $6,000. Now it's on Venmo. Oh, wait, I have a down payment to put on my new car. I don't know where this money is. And I spent it all on girl girl math. That would be tough. Also, you should <laughs> you should be aware that when you have your money in the bank, that's not actually your money. Technically, it's the bank's money and it is fdic insured up to i think two hundred thousand dollars so if you have more than two hundred thousand dollars in say your chase or your wells fargo account more like um, smells fargo smells fargo we should all have gold no we're not ron swanson <laughs> uh, micah is correct it's two hundred and fifty thousand dollars yeah two hundred and fifty which means if you have two hundred fifty thousand and one dollar and they got robbed or the bank goes under you're out one buck yeah, girl math. Girl math. That's why. <laughs> that's why uh, they're leaving a nice coffee. Yeah, that's why, and it is the bank's money. So, like, if 
if they went out of business again, I don't know what shenanigans. It's very they would pull. unlike. And Mike is correct. I mean, it's your money. Technically, it is yours. You are lending it to the bank to keep. Well, they get to invest it and make a lot more money off of your money. Mm-hmm. Now, if this were a bank where it was your money and your money only, and the bank couldn't use it, it'd be more like Gringotts from Harry Potter, where you go and you have your vault mm-hmm. and deposit your riches, Mm -hmm. and that's yours in a vault. Now, I don't know if it's been explained in the Harry Potter verse, how does the bank get compensated for their assets under management? Uh, Magic. (laughs) (laughs) The dragon does something. Probably, yeah, goes around. The dragon is the the boss. The green visor, you know, for the... I don't know any of the words that you guys were saying. You don't know what dragons are? (laughs) I I know what dragons and bank and gold are. I just. It's like 90% of the words. When you said Harry Potter verse, I was like, oh, yeah, I haven't seen. I saw most of the movies, and it was like a year ago. What? I'm so surprised, Mike. I came late to the party. It's an. Well, you can. It's not too late to do a keg stand. He's about to sit down and watch Back to the Future. Oh, wow. I saw Back to the Future when I was a kid. But now, yeah, I was going to make try to make a time traveling joke, but I, I'm not quick enough. So just know that was my intention. It was this close. I know. Tip of the tongue. <laughs> yep. And, you know, the so the recent bank investment, uh, bank failures, a lot of the reason mm-hmm. why they failed was they invested in bonds. And, like, they had so much of their money in bonds They that when there was a bank run, suddenly they didn't have all that money. They put too much of the money in bonds. There used to be a law from several administrations ago called the Dodd-Frank rule to help prevent small, medium, and large banks from doing exactly that. However, that was rolled back by a former administration, and we are where we are because of foolishness at the top level. that and also— No, I'm right. I'm not giving you that that also. That's that's part of it. I agree with you that's part of it, that they— spent so much money on bonds, but also they invested so much because, you know, bonds were giving them so much yield. Why are bonds giving them so much yield? Because they keep raising the rates. Because debt, there's so much U.S. debt. If there was less spending, less pork projects, less handing out money, Mm -hmm. there wouldn't be so much debt. Yet, and they wouldn't have to raise the interest. There are so, so many it's, things it's to more than there. No more buying stuff. <laughs> well, like there's – the government does need to do certain things like roads and protection of so the people. So you're not a complete libertarian if you no, like No, I am a roads. complete libertarian. <laughs> I'm not – I think that libertarians a lot of times get mixed up with anarchists. Ah. Anarchists, mm. a, lot of, a lot of them – like they want no government and I'm not for no government I'm for small government the government sh- should have certain things that it needs to do it's just it has decided that it wants to do this and this and this and it wants to get into every facet of our lives and well, it shouldn't if we want to blame anyone for this everyone go look in your mirror we are all to blame <laughs> It's you. You're to blame. Us. Oh, yeah. We. I mean, <laughs> collectively. If you, we let this right. happen. We. I mean. What about the babies? 
Well, no, they 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 didn't do it. They should but, have started yeah. voting at eighteen, like when they had the chance. Also, and you could, we should you could have say, maybe not the head football coach teaching government in high school. I'm just what, saying, yeah. out of experience, that maybe could have gone a little a little further than that's fair. The head you, football coach. I think that must be universal because my mine was the lacrosse coach. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I just don't understand. He was a great teacher, though. Shout out to you, well, some, Mr. Seelbach. <laughs> some football coaches and basketball coaches make great teachers, and some don't. I had some really awful. All my PE teachers were like health teachers, and and like the coaches were just taught like the basic stuff. So I didn't have like a coach teaching math or anything mm. but like a lot of my teachers were just awful <laughs> and that di- that like they just weren't qualified to deal with all kinds of students yeah and it's tough to be a teacher yeah because there were people like me there were people like nick there were people like Alyssa. i assume you were a, a pretty decent student no comment <laughs> no not she was math. a terrible student <laughs> what's the equation Girl math. Girl math. I'm going to give you so much. Now, Mike, Mike there, yeah. this segment could go on for hours, and I would have my blood boiled, but yep. um, I just, our, our education system is laughable. No yeah. one uh, – I won't say no one, but there is such a, a – a, there is so much financial illiteracy in this country, and the United States does a – dismal attempt at generational wealth as other countries do a really good job which is why their wage gap is so much more narrow than ours Mm -hmm. because our rich became the super rich where the poor became the poorer and the middle class leaned now more toward poor Mm -hmm. well i mean it's an unfair it's an unequal pendulum that we've all gotten richer right take a look Take a look at all the stuff we have. That's a fall. You're taking material things as, as mm-hmm. richness. Yeah, but food also used to be a lot more expensive. Inflation. Food is a lot cheaper <laughs> to make, but places are still having record profits as we are paying more. Ask me how that works. It's called capitalism and lining the pockets of CEOs and, and government stockholders. The government's broke, Micah. We were talking about the government's broke. Because they keep spending money on stuff it doesn't need to spend money on. Oh, geez. And this has been Nick's Snacks. <laughs> uh, the next few segments are just going to be awesome. <laughs> we'll be right back. <laughs> This is Nick Snacks, 103.1 and 1310 KFKA, if you're still listening. <laughs> Thank you. Kudos. Just, I'm playing some positive music. Just, we appreciate you. Ooh. Smash that like button. Is that what they say on YouTube? Smash hit, that bell. Hit the subscribe. Turn notifications on so you know when I'm posting. We don't really post. That's what the young people sound Just like. I'm actually, I'm going off the grid right now mm. on the on the internet. You know, there were some um, hikers or campers who tried to go off the grid and, well, they perished. 
Well, I don't think that'll happen to me in my social media cleanse, but if it does, oh, so my here's... cats will eat my dead body. All right. I, I, <laughs> social media is such a mm-hmm. horrible thing now. I think it was created with a lot of good intent, just mm-hmm. like a lot of things in the world were. And one of the best things, oh my gosh, this is this is why social media was created. On Saturday night at the Rockies game, an outfielder for the Rockies threw from the outfield to home plate, and they clocked it at 105.1 miles per hour, which was the fastest, um, I can't have a special word for it, um, that they have tracked since statistics and and the radar has been around, stat tracker, ever. And that was circulating on Instagram, and somebody posted, are you familiar with um, Napoleon Dynamite? Yep. Somebody posted, that's great, but still doesn't beat Uncle Rico. <laughs> and to me, that's why social media exists. That's the like, point of it. That is a, Napoleon a, Dynamite a monumental memes. feat that that outfielder had accomplished. Records broken. And somebody acknowledging it saying, still can't, <laughs> he couldn't throw it over that mountain range. Yeah. It was just, I mean, I laughed because it was just so dumb and outrageous. It was just fun. Yeah, the memes are what... I believe are is keeping social media up. So I'm not using any like I'm only using anonymous social media apps. So like I use Pinterest and oh. I'm and I use TikTok because Wait, you're the person behind anonymous? Yeah, that's me guys. Just kidding. No, that's not me. <laughs> but because in those instances I feel like you are able to be more funny and creative. I don't know if that was You're also able to be more mean if you're anonymous. That's true. Well, people well. are still mean without being anonymous. It's true. Bullying exists. We talked about you, that a few weeks you ago. You scruffy-looking nerf herder. <sighs> that seems like familiar to you, Micah. Oh. Scruffy-looking just because I have helmet hair. Yeah, from your... Scooter. From he wears scooter. a scooter. He wears a scooter. He, rides he straps scooter. it to his vest <laughs> and he walks around with it in one of those baby carriers. That That is a weird <laughs> image. That, it's it's 50 pounds, so I'm not going to wear that. You could get ripped. I could, but true. I don't want to. That's fair. I uh, did some swimming the other day. No way. In a lake. <laughs> what lake? Without a life vest, and I realized, <gasps> oh, wow, this is deep, and treading water is exhausting. It is. There's I wasn't in very long. About it that. was just the... The boat was anchored, but we had a little bit of a drift there. It was kind of a windy day. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, I gotta get, I gotta get to the boat. It was kind of, kind of winded. Mm. I am not a good swimmer, so I applaud you. I can't swim at all. Well, we've got one of each. <laughs> <laughs> well, survival of the fittest. Let's do a triathlon and see how we all do. <sighs> no, I I will <laughs> cheer for both of you. I think that That's the the, the running could be fine. Oh gosh, I hate running. I would like cycling's my thing. I get so bored with running, and it's not good for your knees either. That impact, yeah. impact, impact. Yeah. But kudos to people who do run. I mean, I'm. I, it's just not me. I get really, really bored. I've is tried it, podcasts. It? I've tried books. I've tried somebody in a Velociraptor costume chasing me as mm-hmm. realistically as it tried to be. It just did not work. Nick, yeah. is it? You said running's not. Good for your knees. Now, is it not good for your knees on pavement or just in general? It's just in general because pavement's worse, but that impact, it's bam, 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 bam. Well, how did how did the early humans survive the animals? I mean, the 
the ones who couldn't run as well didn't survive. We are Jump. we are the apex people who came down from a whole line of people who were as fit as they needed to be to survive. I imagine there was a fair amount of running, and, and they had to run to get their food. They had to run away from things that wanted to eat them. I disagree. So if we look at the um, the, the ute up in Rocky Mountain National Park, there's a lot, if you're taking the Alpine Tundra, um, sorry, um, Trail Ridge Road and up in the Alpine Tundra, um, elk used to be uh, plains animals. But with the human migration west, they got pushed further and further and further, and now they you know, reside in the mountains. So now if you're expending energy, you have to find more food to eat to replace that energy. They without them knowing it, tried to conserve as much as possible because they didn't know when they were going to eat next. It's like an animal. You're only going to run. A cheetah is only going to go 60 miles an hour if it, one, was you know, convinced it can actually win, but also if it doesn't, ooh, it's, it's, it doesn't have a tank of gas. Mm-hmm. So the ute, they would build the out of stone structures, um, and the males would lure elk and kind of corner them. They'd come and be shaped like Vs. And behind these giant stone structures, there are little holes, but the women and the children would have spears and stab the elk from wow. behind the stone. So there was no running or anything involved. They just kind of lured them to what they needed to do to get their food. Tools. Well, yeah, but that's, that's the ute. Ute with big brains. I'm talking about like early, early humans that didn't have the most developed brains. Well, humans that, that survived, that lived at the same time that the Neanderthals did. Micah, you're... It's tough to say. There's a reason Neanderthals didn't make it. Yeah, they, they were didn't pro- have as big brains they as They were humans. the ones running after their food. Meanwhile, the other ones were learning how to harvest and... Use tools. Have, exactly. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna run after the saber toothed tiger. What do you have? Well, I hope I can take one of its tusks. I've got my hands. <laughs> they couldn't even say that. I've got though. my hands and supreme righteousness. That's yeah. That's them. I yep. Wow, we've come a long way. But these early people also needed something to guide them. Yes. And I think the ones that did the survive, stars. Micah, were able to look up to the sky. Yes. And spend the time that they weren't exhausted from chasing after their food did not catch it. Alyssa, is, is, what is did they this, see? Uh, <laughs> I, I was going to say, are you transitioning to uh, a different topic? I am. Yeah, I need my own little song. Astrology with Alyssa. Something are you going like to record that. it? Did, yeah. you, did you get cash. that meme I sent you the other day? There's a lot of things about Mercury and retrograde. In fact, the one that made me laugh today, let me find it because yep. it's going to make me giggle, um, had something to do with uh, with Queen. Let me see if I can oh. find it. Oh, may your Mercury be more Freddy and less retrograde. That's very topical because I was listening to Queen earlier today on my drive here. Mm. So like Nick said, we are still in a Mercury retrograde. So that's... Kind of unfortunate. Mercury retrograde's always really hard. But there will be a bright point on Wednesday, which is today. Does Mercury retrograde on a bell curve? Back to Alyssa. Thanks. (laughs) Um, Wednesday is a Mercury Kazemi. Well, we'll come back with more more about what that means in our next segment. Stay tuned. Nick Snacks will be right back.
Welcome back to Nick Snacks with Alyssa and Micah. We were into astrology. Yes, we were before we had to go to break. So we were talking about Mercury retrograde, how that's going on. And it's Mercury, Mercury retrograde is tough. Mercury rules communication. How long has Mercury been in retrograde? Like when are some faster than others? Um, I don't know. I don't know. I think, yes, some are faster than others. It kind of depends on where in the sky it's going into retrograde. We have multiple retrogrades, Mercury retrogrades a year. So it, it kind of depends. Um, right now, the Mercury retrograde, it just started and it'll be going on I, into December, I believe. So it's a long... I thought you said we'd have a bright point today. We do. We have a bright point today, Wednesday. There. Well, this is the brightest one, okay? Mercury <laughs> retrograde is hard. It doesn't get any easier, folks. It's not. It's not bad for you. It just causes a lot of rethinking the ways that you communicate, which is important to do multiple times. So this is a Kazemi. So Mercury is less than one degree from the sun. Whenever that happens with a planet, um, astrologists believe that it just, the planet and like takes on all of its best qualities. So Mercury is all about communication. It's all about connection. So when this Kazemi happens, it's a good time to speak your mind, a good time to say what you're thinking. You can really trust your gut on this one day. <laughs> let me let me uh, say what I'm thinking because okay. I'm trusting my gut. That's, yeah. Uh-huh. I think it, people know what I'm going to say. So, so your gut's saying to yeah, keep it to yourself. Um, communication, Micah. See? Yes. You're, this retrograde is already so good for you. Or lack thereof, lack of communication. Sometimes that's good too, let me say. Does, does Mercury help you control tact? Sometimes. <laughs> I, I don't have a lot of that. I don't think anything can help Can help that. you control tact, Micah, maybe. Uh, so we also have another planet in retrograde that started at the beginning of this week. That's a Jupiter retrograde, and that's happening in the sign Taurus. So Jupiter rules new adventures, abundance, like discovering new things. And this retrograde turns all of that outward exploration inward. So you're going to be thinking a lot about what you want to do with your future, how you want to, you know, what adventures you want to go on, what would seem like the best life for you. But it's interesting because it's in Taurus, which is like the earthiest earth sign. So it's going to be really home-based goals, like really basic, like here's what I need to survive with like abundance, like to be the happiest with the least kind I'm of. I'm just trying to learn how I can get my yard work done before winter. That's a that's and a great example though. I want you to, hire somebody. No, no, you know how expensive they are and they only do it half assed. Yeah. It's hard well, to that's because you're some... you're hiring somebody with girl math. <laughs> I don't know how man Maybe. I'm just uh my garage. I want to mm-hmm. get my garage like uh you know, really organized and less cobwebby and spidery and so I can actually sit out in there and build the stormtrooper costumes I've had for almost a year and haven't even touched. Yeah. Get yourself a couple of bug bombs, destroy those things, and then hire someone to clear out all the uh cobwebs, then you're good. I might just have to have my own bombs and set it off while I'm in there. <laughs> oh, Nick. <laughs> Don't do that. Oh, sorry. I just listened to too many Nick snacks. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's extremely fair. Um, yeah, and you know, I'm back to bacon bread. As yeah. We talked about. Um, 
my garden, I just harvested three big Roma tomatoes. Actually, they weren't that mm. big. I don't even know what kind they are because my tomato plants have grown so tall <gasps> that they're now bent at a 90-degree angle falling toward the earth. Oh. So I am very grateful that my tomato plants are six and a half, seven Gosh. feet tall. But it is a jungle. I can't mow a portion of the yard now because they're so bent over, and I don't want to ruin the leaves and the tomatoes there. My watermelon plants, you know, growing like the underground in um, or the under uh, the upside down. Yes, the shadow monster from Stranger Things. Um, my cu- my zucchini and cucumbers haven't done much. They've been a bust. I feel but like I, that's a fall situation. Maybe. Maybe they'll maybe they'll come. I did make a grave mistake last week of posting a photo of a bread, and now I have so many yeah. people wanting was, to trade. I didn't think that was going to happen. It was beautiful looking bread, though. I get it. I just made focaccia last night, and I I have like I use this app Locket, which is really cute. It's like small social media. I posted a picture of it, and then a bunch of my friends were like, "Can I have some?" And I was it just like, blew up. Yeah. I I made some bread too, guys. I call it Oro wheat. <sighs> nice. I don't Yum. think I want to know. That's a company that makes bread. I was making uh, oh. a joke there. Yep. She like, got it. You didn't. Yep. I I, the it, last it's time good I bread. bought bread. Oh, wow. I'll, I'll pay for, for the more expensive bread. Have you ever had Dave's Killer Bread? I have not. Where do you get that? King Supers. Where? Uh, King Supers. Yeah. Safeway? I, oh, Safeway's right there. Yeah, you can get it there. Okay. What What is it? It's... It is a more expensive bread, but it's like just full of seeds and good things. And but does it go well with peanut butter? Yeah. And what breads don't? I would. Yeah. Well, like a garlic. Yeah, that would. <laughs> you're fair. You know. Yeah, French. Uh, uh, French bread. What are those called? Uh, baguettes. Baguette. Baguette. Yeah, baguettes. Baguette. Not as good with peanut butter. Oh, those are perfect when you cut them in half. I did baguettes a few years ago. They were really mm-hmm. fun to make, and I made homemade garlic bread with them. You know, they charge you at the store for baguettes now. Ten yeah, cents. Yep. Oh my gosh! That's why I bring I my was, own baguette. You walk around with it. Where's my bad joke? Honestly, if I uh, if I go to the grocery store and I'm like, I forgot my reusable bags. I'll just come back another time because I don't want to deal with, one, all that, well, upcharge of plastic bags. And two, I have so many of those at home I'm trying to use. And everyone, everyone I'm sure who's listening has a drawer at home designated to these plastic bags that, but, oh, well, I'll use them someday. But what about your cat's litter? That's like where my plastic bags go. I have biodegradable ones that are. Oh, better for the planet. I bought yeah. for like 12 bucks. A thousand of those, if not uh-huh. more. I have enough for most of their lifetimes. That's fair. Yeah. Well, yeah. Actually, I hope that's not the case because I really. They're going to live forever. They better. Yeah. But if they don't. That'll be sad. The final update at the end of our astrology ah, yes. section is that we finished our Venus retrograde. Thank it's over. goodness. I personally loved this Venus retrograde. I am a sign ruled by Venus, so I'm a Taurus. I'm sure a lot of people loved it, too. Um, so all the things that Venus rules, like love, beauty, luxury, it's all going to go back to normal. Everything's going to kind of balance back out. Things have been a little bit crazy on that front, so... It's been a weird couple of weeks. Yes. Does Venus just do the Tauruses or does it expand into other cars? Libras, too. I, I, Libra's I, not a car. Like the last, <laughs> I don't know, as people have been trying so hard to 
maybe wrap up summer. Mm-hmm. And I hate that Labor Day is the unofficial ending of summer. Like yeah. we're still going to get ninety degree days. Like it's still time to barbecue. I am just not quite ready for the shorter days. It's always time I to barbecue. Know. You know what really makes me angry? They they put us on uh, daylight savings time and not the other. No. They put us on standard time, not daylight savings time. But so now that we don't have to change our clocks, move them back, we're not going to have you know that four thirty sunset, which I loved. Nope, thank you. I no. celebrated the winter no. solstice because it was so dark outside. Everybody hated it. I, apparently, I'm the only one in the world that loves it. You are. Yeah, you absolutely are. Yeah, that's fair. And does that say something about me? Um, what what a lot. <laughs> what astrology does that say about me? That you love darkness? Yeah. Do, can like you, Simon and Garfunkel. Astrological ah. astrologically so diagnose me. There's a there's a story about that piece, um um why am I spacing uh, Sound of Silence. Yes, Sound of Silence. Um my distractional meter has been on alert. Sound of silence. Um so I think it was Paul Simon who had one of his best friends went blind and uh, living in New York City. And when you go blind, I mean, especially living in New York, can't imagine losing any sense, let mm-hmm. alone, you know, your eyesight, especially in a city like that. So his, his friend was so overlight on his hearing. So uh, Paul Simon nicknamed his darkness. And, uh, you know, because oh. of his sight and, you know, he couldn't, you know, See, so he was relying on his hearing, but he called him darkness because he went blind. Anyway, the guy needed help going literally from point A to point B anywhere in New York and would have somebody help him on a subway. Well, at one point, Paul Simon's there and pretend like there's an emergency. I can't be there. So his friend panics but gets to where he needed to be. And um, anyway, I'll finish the story next week. We're going to cut off. Just, uh, just cut all that, Micah. We'll get to it next week. Just remind me. Yes. This has been Nick Snacks. And that's our cutoff.